Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We got an old friend of the program, Jacob Linsendorf of the KTVO uh, Sports News. Uh, welcome to the program, Jacob. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be back. Well, uh, we're we're I brought you on to cover your uh, area, uh, kind of the Western teams. Uh, why don't you let our listeners know what all teams you cover? Yeah, so I've got a list here uh, that we kind of focus on. Uh, Tumwa, Davis County, Fairfield, Cardinal, Centerville, Pekin, EBF, Oskaloosa, Albia, a little bit on Mount Pleasant, Van Buren County. We're kind of getting more uh, more stuff on them, at least scores on them, and then Sigourney, Kyoto, and Moravia. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's about, you know, uh, real important to the, that area's teams, and uh, there are some very good teams over there. Uh, why don't you just, uh, just start out with whatever team you want to talk about and uh, tell us a little bit about each team. Yeah, so I mean, some of the a lot of teams from from my coverage um, from our viewing area are sitting at two and two right now. Kind of depends on the week what you see, uh, what you get from some of these teams. They're kind of still finding their identity. So a lot sitting at two and two, which is not a bad place to be um, through four weeks at all. Grab a couple wins um, on your plate. The two best, the best with the two record right now. Um, our Centerville at three and one, who just picked up a uh, rivalry win against uh, Davis County last night. I was in Centerville, um, getting some live coverage from last night for last night's show from Centerville. So great to see uh, a bunch of friendly faces out there, um, out at the uh, KTVO tent at the tailgate tour. So yeah, they're they're a solid team at three and one. They uh, traveled to number one Williamsburg last, or next week. So uh, Williamsburg is one yeah. of, if not the teams in the state uh, as you probably know too dave um yeah we're, we're familiar with williamsburg they're very very i think there's i think they're gonna win the state championship yeah so that's a tough tough draw for centerville next week but i i wouldn't count them out i think they'll give williamsburg a good game because they got a couple couple good players for centerville and then moravia sitting at four and one they had that week zero um win as their eight man so they played an extra game and i mean they got some dudes i haven't been i haven't been to a moravia game yet we'd like to get um over to one and we'd like to uh i actually think i'm going to meet up with the coach this coming week here um so if you're a moravia fan be on the lookout for that um from me but they got some they got some really good players over there a couple guys that lead the state in a, a couple different categories um given that they've played more games than uh most teams uh keep that in mind but they got um some real players. I've been talking to some other guys from uh, the newspaper and stuff from around here. And it sounds like they got a squad that's going to do some damage um, in eight man this year. But yeah, a lot of teams kind of sitting at two and two finding their identity right now. Um, that's the overall gist of where we're at. A couple teams um, a little bit down this year. And there's a couple teams that are uh, looking to make some noise. So no huge, no huge teams really in the top fives of any classes or anything, but um um, some definitely some teams that are going to obviously get stronger as the year goes too. I mean, you have Sigourney Kyoto two and two, probably one of the better two and two teams um, in the state here as they rattle off two wins in a row. They're starting to look solid. So yeah, um, that's where we're at early on in the season through four weeks. And uh, yeah. Well, uh, let me, I, I tell you about this Mohawks team, uh, Moravia. Uh, I, I uh, uh, covered that first game that they, they had that week zero game with, and they beat us extremely talented new london team and then uh uh they seem to put 70 points up on the board like it's like it's putting a cup on a shelf i mean they are they're a really powerful team uh i think the only game they lost was like 78 to 76 or something like that i mean 
They, yeah. uh, they, they got a great quarterback. They got some great receivers. Uh, they're putting up some big numbers. I, I, I bet that is a pretty fantastic team to cover. I've been watching, watching them on that Thunder Country app. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a team that, for me, as a uh, a sports anchor reporter going out to get uh, footage and stuff. Uh, that's that's a game where you can stay for about probably 10, 15 minutes, have uh, a plethora of highlights and be able to, to head out quick as much as you want to stay and see what else is going to happen. But, yeah, when you're seeing 70, 60 points uh, on these teams, that's that's always a fun thing. So I'm looking forward to um, either me or uh, another one of our guys that filmed uh, getting over there and giving those guys some props because uh, they definitely deserve it. Just a 71-0 thrashing of uh, Twin Cedars last night. So those guys are feeling good about uh, their play, I'm sure, where they're at this morning. Yeah, better bring a couple rolls of film because they'll give you highlights yeah. to you for days yeah. over there. Uh, but uh, uh, let me ask you a little bit about this Atomo Bulldogs team. You know, uh, they've got a couple real impressive wins, you know, right there at the at the end. Uh, they play kind of a, a lot of great big uh, Des Moines teams and Cedar Rapids teams, and it's it's real tough sledding over there. But But I've been impressed with the team. Uh, and they got a running back, I think, that was like 12th in the state or something. So uh, tell, give us a little highlights on them Atoma Bulldogs. Yeah, I've seen a few uh, Atoma Bulldogs games. They had a really nice win over Oskaloosa to start the season. These guys are the comeback kids of, of the group so far. Um, their two wins, they were down by double digits I mean, in the later stages of the second half. Um, and they just kind of find ways to win. Um, at least to start the season they have. Um, as of late here, going up against uh, a couple tough teams, as you mentioned, uh, Roosevelt team, and then Burlington, who's 3-1 and one last night, who, who you and I were chatting about a little bit before we got the call started. Those guys have some dudes, um, some tough, tough runners, and then when they can use that play-action pass like they do to just get guys wide open, um, they're a tough team to beat. But, yeah, Tumwa Abayas Lame was the, uh, the leading rusher for those guys. Um, those guys don't have um, the stats on varsity bounds, so no exact numbers for them. But those guys kind of rely on the run. Tanner Shark's definitely a, a capable quarterback for them, though. Um, they're probably looking for a little bit more on offense here as of late, as they scored 14 last week and seven last night. Um, so those guys, uh, fairly young bunch, but they have um, a good amount of senior leadership. Um, being in 5A, one of the smaller schools in 5A, it's, it's always tough. But, yeah, they're a, they're a resilient group uh, led by a good coach as well um, and Brian Goodvin. A uh, lot of good things coming from them early, and they have the heart. You know, when you have those comeback wins early on, it, it really sets, sets up the season for some success because you know you can come back and win whenever. Um, so, yeah, good win against Fairfield. I was at that one. Um, obviously, a bit. They've only done the comebacks when after we've left, so nothing crazy on the on the uh, footage from them yet. But I'm sure we'll see it here. Um, tough one for them last night, though, against Burlington. Well, uh, what are you going to do? Burlington's really just got a lot of weapons. It seems like their defense is just really, really strong. Uh, but uh, I've been keeping my tongue when I've watched it, and uh, I've been happy with the the play. I got to see uh, both of their comebacks, and. Uh, uh, now, Keokuk and Oskaloosa went down to the last second of the game last night over there by you. So there was a, just so much great action going on. Uh, uh, there's some other teams out there like in North Mahaska. Uh, I don't know if you cover them. Uh, Albia, Eddieville, Blakesburg. Uh, they're, 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 they're struggling a little bit this year, but uh, have they got any wins or or, uh, or or they got anything coming up? Do you think they can get their, get their season going? 
Yeah, nothing on uh, North Mahaska, but we do cover EBF and uh, Albia. EBF, tough matchup last night um, going against – who was that last night? Um, uh, oh, yeah, Mid-Prairie. Mid-Prairie, solid team, as you know. Yeah, they're really tough. They're a good team. Um, so, EBF fell last night um, on their – America night and then Albia last night took took a took one on the chin as well but those guys those guys are two and two on the year so those guys they actually handed Centerville actually Centerville got them but um Sigourney Kyoto was the ones that beat uh Centerville last last yeah. week so that's a solid team right there but yeah Albia they've got a couple of good wins they got some really really good players as well um Gage Odo the running back there little short compact guy but he he, he's a bruiser, and then um, their quarterback there is good as well, um, and he, he's solid on the defensive side as well. His name escapes me for the, the time being, but yeah, Albia, that's not a team you want to sleep on for sure. They've got um, they've got a good team despite uh, taking one tough on the chin last night to uh, Rowan Story, that one over um, at their homecoming. They lost 21-0, so when, when Albia can put up points, they're going to be good because their defense is pretty sound. And they have a good offensive line as well. I've been hearing kind of on the radio and seeing in person as well that that line can can move some other offensive lines and defensive lines as well. So um, I'm keeping my, keeping my eye on uh, Albia. I'd like to get over there and talk to that that coach over there as well here sometime soon. Have you had a chance to get any coverage on on uh, Cardinal this year? Uh, have been to a Cardinal game. Um, their last week game. Um, it's um, I think it was actually, was it David? We sent a different guy to did to, uh, to that one last one of our guys, um, in a tumble of that one last week, Davis County got him, uh, in a, I think it was a 16, seven game. So that was pretty close. So I couldn't tell you too much specifically from that one. I think Davis County had a couple big plays to kind of get the win in that one, but yeah, tough year for Cardinal. Those guys, um, still new in their coaching and their philosophies and stuff. They've got some good young athletes and I think their numbers are str- they're still trying to get up as well so they're off to a bit of a tough start um still looking for their first win here and they were taken down by Central Decatur last night so um looking I'm looking forward to seeing Cardinal getting some success here this year they got they're, they're developing their their players um and uh that's kind of where that program is right now they're trying to build that one back up um to where yeah, they're, they're, they're showing improvement, though. I, I thought they showed a lot of improvement against Davis County, and I thought they showed some improvement against Central Decatur. And I think uh, – I guess that Central Decatur had some some players. There were some college recruiters there at that game looking at some of those players, their linemen, I think. is. But uh, how about Pekin? Uh, they're kind of resurgent, and uh, uh, they're off to a, to a good start this year. Uh, well, uh, uh, I think they're 2-2, two and two, like you say, uh, but uh, uh, they've had a nice couple wins, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Um, I was at the uh, North Cedar game for for a drive. Was coming back from that Sigourney Kyoto um, Centerville game, so I figured I'd swing by Pekin real quick, and um, they gave me a touchdown drive on the drive I was there. So uh, appreciate them for that one. But yeah, just talked to uh, Coach Clint Weber. I'm, I think I saw you guys did as well. Um, nice, nice guy, um, and he's kind of in his second year as well so he's in his earlier stages of getting that program to where he wants it being the head coach now they've got wins over cardinal that 20-0 um opening week one and then uh the win over north cedar um tough one against alvernet who's a, a very solid team but yeah they've got some good guys um on that squad as well specifically luke long the quarterback very uh, athletic um can throw when he has to but he's also 
he's a quarterback when he's running it though he doesn't look like a quarterback he's uh a bruiser so those guys saw him a little bit in practice those guys are working hard every day um interesting uh offensive scheme they've got they've got everyone just moving pieces everywhere you look they got quarterbacks spinning with their hand the ball off it's kind of crazy to me that they don't fumble like at all from what i've seen um but yeah those guys are coming back after their winless season i believe it was last year or something along those lines um two and two sitting they've got to be pretty happy with where they're at here this year um, definitely a team that I expect to, I think, go five, over 500. I don't think it's any stretch of the imagine, imagination to say that one. But, uh, yeah, nice nice uh, chatting with Coach Coach Weber. And, um, yeah, hopefully Pekin can uh, keep it rolling here. Well, let's let's uh, finish this up by talking about Sigourney. You know, uh, boy, I tell you, they, they faced uh, this Durant team, but it turns out this DeLong kid might be the best uh, running back in the state. And uh, – there, his his numbers there aren't aren't even uh, as bad as uh, all the other teams that he played. So they actually probably did a pretty good job against him. But then they fought this real tough, uh, uh, lost a nail biter to uh, Mid Prairie. But then they turn around and beat this Cincinnati or uh, uh, Centerville team uh, that was tenth in the state uh, and really handled them well. And they got uh, that running game going with Cole Clarahan and them. Uh, and then uh, then Center. Centerville turns around and, and uh, puts up big numbers and uh, maybe gets uh, gets their season back on track the next week. They bounce back pretty good. So uh, uh, the Centervilles and the, and the Sigourneys, where, where are you at with those two teams? Yeah, I mean, those are very interesting teams, uh, especially with Sigourneys. I mean, that's just a team. They were a little bit unsure of who was going to step up and make their plays this year. Um, as you talked to, to Jared Jensen as well, I'm sure um, you know that. But like like you mentioned, Cole Clarahan, uh, a really good uh, running back for them. He's I think he's close to 400 yards on the year. Uh, but yeah, those guys' offense is I mean actually kind of similar to Pekin in a way where they got lots of motion and movement and they're running the ball a lot. So you kind of know they're going to run it, but it's still just so tough to stop their run because they're just so physical. They love hitting people. And they love. Uh, they don't love getting hit, but they don't mind getting hit as much as most as most uh, 16, 18 year olds. Um, so, yeah, those guys, I expect them to kind of keep turning it up here, because when you can hold a team that has the firepower on offense of Centerville to seven points, what they did last week, and then Centerville hangs over 50 on um, Davis County, who's also two and two. I mean, that's that's some good defensive work. And I saw I mean, there was just no openings, no holes for for uh, Brody Tuttle and those guys um, for Centerville against Sigourney. So that's a team that's definitely trending upward, um, not really looking like a two-and-two two team, and you have to bring your best shot when you're going to come against them because, I mean, they've been a, a perennial powerhouse in that in that class. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can keep doing for sure. Yeah, and the Sigourney with a big win against Pleasantville last night. And then, yeah. And uh, really, really handled them. Uh, just looked – they're just uh, – they're just really, really fantastic. Well, between that, Moravia, uh, Moravia and Centerville and uh, Sigourney, uh, you got some real top flight teams there. And then you got these these other teams like Atumwa that are providing these late, late uh, last minute uh, wins and upsets and, and shaking things up. There's plenty of fireworks going on in your area, isn't there? There really is. There really is. And then there's one, one team, too, uh, I'd like to mention before I hop off as well. Um, Fairfield, uh, solid team for them. They got a one-point win last night over Knoxville. Um, and as I'm sure you know, Max Wheaton, 
uh, one of the better kids um, that we've got in the area for sure. I'm going to do a uh, chat with him next week with him, um, his dad, who's the football coach, and then his his uh, basketball and uh, golf coach as well, do a little player feature on Max because he's getting some looks from some some big-time D1 schools, Iowa, Iowa State, he's taking visits to on game day. And then I think he got one from Indiana as well. So um, if you want to go see, um, he's a tight end. He's big. I mean, he's big, physical. Uh, and then on defense, he plays defensive line. And he is just quick, quick as a hiccup on the defensive line. So um, if you're in the Fairfield area looking to see uh, a special player um, that's going to go D1 and play somewhere, that's that's a good guy for sure to go check out. Because um, Mac, I mean, great kid, too. Looking forward to chatting him with him. He's not any cocky kid he, he knows um he was raised right and he just knows uh, the right way to, to carry himself so that's another another kid and team i'd like to mention before uh, we hop out of here as well because um those guys are sitting at two and two i believe on the year so far so um they have plenty of time to to get a run here going and hopefully finish 500 because as they did last year which was one of their first in a while so well, you're going to really enjoy talking to Max Wheaton. Uh, we we interviewed him uh, at the, the Southeast Iowa Golf Conference Championship, and he's a really fine young man, and, and he's a such a joy to talk to, and uh, he's just so talented and, and smart, and uh, he's a good kid, so that, uh, I appreciate you saying that. And they got a real hard-fought win there. Before we uh, let you go, though, uh, you, you, you mentioned Van Buren County is a little bit uh, putting some scores up there. They're 2-2, two and two, and they're kind of off to an impressive start, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're two and two. We haven't had a, a chance to get to to one of their games um, yet, but tough one last night to uh, Pella Christian. Pella Christian, one of the better teams in their class as well. Van Buren County got uh, shut out, but they got wins over Central Lee and uh, Muscatine as well. So they took one on the chin to Davis County. So kind of not sure where that team's at as much. And then when you go to look at their their stats online as well. Uh, nothing in there for them. So specifics can't really hop into as much, but uh, we'd like to get to uh, a Van Buren County one here sometime. Uh, it would be nice to check out one of those warrior games. Uh, hopefully they can kind of keep this decent run going as well at, at the start of the year, get to over 500 and then maybe uh, make some, make some noise in the playoffs as well. Well, I really enjoy following you on Facebook and, and Twitter because you're always posting all this, footage that you got and, and and i like it and i share it quite a bit but uh, how can our listeners follow you through the ktvo and through your social media yeah so um just like when we were talking about for um baseball season and, and any other season we try to get our highlights um we're finally back on live at uh at 10 um on the weekdays so uh we'll we'll get any games that we went to uh the highlights on the 10 and then we'll usually try to put them on the website as well uh, right after this show. So ktvo.com uh, slash sports. We'll bring you to the sports section. Check out the uh, stuff from last night that we went to. A couple Iowa games, a couple of Missouri games as well on that one. So we had a good show there last night. And then uh, personally, yeah, I like to get all my stuff on the uh, social media outlets. Uh, Facebook, you can find me at Jacob Lenzendorf, KTVO, and then uh, at KTVO Jacob on Twitter. Um, love posting the highlights there. Hopefully, uh, people appreciate it. I know I see you and uh, and Scotty do, so I appreciate you guys always sharing those, getting those out to the people that uh, that follow you. So, um, yeah, just just doing my job so far, and I'm glad people around the area are, uh, are enjoying it and getting to see the uh, special talents that we have around here. Well, my listeners are particularly interested in, you know, I mean, they're the kind of, they're, they're, I guess, your target audience, I guess, you know, 
uh, people who are interested in that kind of sports around here. So, well, thanks for being with us and uh, giving us an update on the, on the Western side of uh, what we've been doing. Uh, great job. Uh, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much.